This is The Law School Show. Discovering the person behind the resume. Bringing you their stories and their tips on how to succeed in your legal career. Catch it all here, right now, on The Law School Show. Hi everyone, this is Joy Wei. Today I'm sitting with Adolfo Morris. Adolfo is an internationally trained lawyer. Prior to his life in Canada, he used to be an in-house lawyer in Brazil. Currently, he represents clients at the federal court and the tribunals on matters that relate to the Immigration and Refugee Law and Citizenship Act. He is recognized as a professional, diligent, trustworthy, and compassionate lawyer by clients from various countries and backgrounds. Adolfo graduated from U Ottawa Common Law with a JD degree in the year 2012. He also has a law degree from the University of Laval in Quebec City. He speaks English, French, Portuguese, and Spanish. Adolfo is a loving father of the two girls and very impressed by his ability to balance work and life as a busy litigation lawyer. So thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you for the kind words. So well, everything is fine after a setting. Now as a lawyer in, in Ottawa, everything is pretty good professionally speaking. I invited you today to make this episode of Law School Show for a few reasons. One is that I heard of the story before. I was quite impressed for your background as a newcomer when you came in Canada in the year of 2008. Eight. Right. So that's been a while. Ten years today, yeah, right? Ten years. Wow. A lot of our law students are quite curious about how how would you do deal with the challenges when you came here and still decide to pursue the legal profession. I knew that it would be a, a long path, but I did not imagine that it would be that hard. When I first came, I went to Université Laval, and uh, they assessed my CV, my grades, and they, they gave me some credits from my, from my previous uh, law degree back in my home country. and. Uh, another one for uh, for the experience so I ended up uh, finishing a bachelor degree there and then uh, if I wanted to practice in a common law I had to, to undertake classes of uh, common law that's where I, I went to Iwata so it took me uh, in total near five years of studies because uh, I was doing sometimes part-time sometimes full-time because of, uh, of my family I had uh, when I came my, my two daughters were very very young and I had to manage and uh, put everything together, balance all of this. That's so, hard, yeah. as I heard, yeah. yeah. For many students who are still single, they still have this pressure of uh, balancing life and study, you know. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, a lot of students were struggling between the challenges of uh, complete the study, you know, the academic um, tasks on time, and go to the classes every day, and also think about and planning for the future career path. Uh, did you do anything specifically you would think valuable to share with the students that are trying to find a, uh, you know, internship, articling, and look for a job in the future while you are busy with the study? Well, the, I, I would say that there's no, there's no magic trick. You just have to find the time and find the time for it. And particularly in my case, that I have two, two girls to take care of and on, on top of these studies. So, uh, I cut off uh, TV completely. Internet was just to make some research and uh, or uh, in other words, not to entertainment. I didn't use internet for entertainment at all. 
I stopped sleeping the eight hours that everyone usually advise you to do. So I wow. stop. I start sleeping four or five hours uh, during the week, and uh, on the weekends I could take a little bit more. Uh, so there's no, I would say there's no, there's no magic trick. It's just that you have to find a way. In my case, I have to 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 do all of this because I have to. On, on top of it, I have a family to take care of. But uh, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't have a life. It's just that you have to do this sacrifice for the a couple of years or a few years, and then once you're inserted in this uh, labor market, then you can. You can start thinking about entertainment anymore, but you have to understand that uh, law school is a very, very demanding process in this uh, path to become a lawyer. So you have to give what it takes. Yeah, it sounds like you're very determined. You knew what you need to do. May I ask, how old were your daughters when you graduated from AutoU? The oldest one was nine to ten. Oh, okay. And the youngest one, she was. Seven or eight, I think. The difference okay. between ten within them is two years. Right, so. <laughs> that's a challenge. Would you like to share something about your articling experience? Like, how did you find the articling, and how did it help you and to the to the current practice? Well, I was I was really determined to become a lawyer. I started sending my CVs, and uh, it was quite challenging because when I left. Brazil at the age of 20 years old I was a, a manager in a, a litigation department for one of the five biggest insurance companies in Brazil so that was a challenge because they think that an outsider can put whatever they want in the in their CV and it's hard for them to check anyhow I don't I don't know I don't have any idea but I faced a lot of problems with uh, with my CV anyway actually I got one one interview at one of the national big law firm where it was a hard and difficult interview actually the second interview with the partners because one of the partners could not believe how come I could have achieved such good grades in law school in French having French as a not even as a second language at that point I saw that the interview was just more uh, about curiosity than anything else I kept pursuing my my way to find an articling I start sending CVs and uh, volunteering myself as uh, an articling student I still have some of my savings from Brazil, so it was almost run out because I've never relied on any social assistance in Canada. Because you mentioned that you you couldn't find an articling place, and then um, I think a lot of students worry about that, and we heard from the previous graduates who talked about the difficulty of looking for an articling chance. So what kind of like channels did you use? I subscribed for the CCLA listserv, I subscribed on a as many listservs as I could, I was just, uh, I mean, uh, making research on the internet, getting into the law firm's website, until I found this opportunity. Actually, a small firm in, in Ottawa. They so what were, areas they were of law? Yeah, it was uh, immigration. I, I Actually, I was applying mainly uh, in anything that could, where I could use my, my skills that I had acquired abroad. But uh, I got this opportunity in an immigration law firm. Right, that's I, like the only option you had at the time, exactly. so you just took it. Exactly. Wow. That was, I used to say that uh, you, 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 cannot choose the, you cannot choose the law you will practice. From my experience, I, I would say that the law chooses you. Right. You, get, you better be ready. For example, my first experience in Brazil. In Brazil, I was uh, working with an insurance company. I never took insurance law classes. And I ended up uh, being a manager of an insurance uh, company. The, uh, here in Canada, it's the same thing. I didn't, as amazing as it may sound, I didn't take classes of immigration law. And uh, actually, I was focusing more on the classes that 
will uh, help me in uh, writing the exams to the bar. But here I am, and uh, I would say that I'm I'm not that bad at all. Right. And I think that what makes a difference between one lawyer to the other is is, is the it's more the the procedures, the rules on how to put in practice, how to put at 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 a play the law that you learn. It's just a matter of how to put that in practice. I think that made a difference for me to succeed in the in the areas that I I didn't take classes before. Obviously, you, you love this, this practice in immigration and refugee law, and you represent the clients in the court and fight for them a lot. So, would you like to share something like you yeah. recommend this area to future students? I, I would say that I was lucky. I was lucky because uh, I ended up loving uh, this, this area of law, and uh, as I ended up loving what I used to do abroad. Don't try to fool yourself in saying that you will love, you love some areas of practice. You only have a grasp of it once you start practicing it. It may be the case that you said, oh, I would love to do this, but until you practice, you cannot be sure. So I wasn't sure, although I grabbed this first opportunity, I wasn't sure. And it, it's fine if, if you think you love something and then you realize that you don't after uh, experiencing it, uh, just try to find something else that you love. My next question is about law school. I'm so happy to be one of your, you know, schoolmates. <laughs> Would you like to talk about the resources you have been using at U Ottawa to help you succeed in your study or at work? Would you recommend some resources that are available at school that students can make use of as well? The only tool available that I can imagine of now, on top of my head, is Quick Law. Quick Law. I learned a lot with uh, Quick Law, uh, doing research and. Uh, May I ask why, why you picked Quick Law, not Westlaw? Because they're like similar, right? Yeah, I've heard they're similar, but I, I learned a bit about Quick Law in uh, in Quebec City, so it it, it made see. more sense to me. So uh, I I ended up uh, developing uh, a taste and. Uh, skills to make search on quick law so I could find about a lot of subjects there at U Auto you have access to the full quick law yeah. so I could I could get nice articles about a topic or a subject I could find pertinent jurisprudences or cases law once you learn how to make the research and input the right keywords you can get precious stuff from quick law I use Westlaw actually a bit more, so it's good to know about Quick Law, and I'll try. <laughs> My next question is about your biggest achievement you have made during the law school. So it could be in either schools in Canada, the level, uh, and okay. also you Ottawa. Just tell me about that. Yeah. At at uh, Université Laval, I got a a prize for uh, the best student whose first language was not French. Wow! And that was a ten thousand uh, dollars. That's a lot scholarship. of scholarship. Yeah, it was paid in two installments, but anyway, it it, it was very helpful, right. particularly when you're having a hard time to find employment. So it helped me a lot. And uh, at U Ottawa, I had uh, also another prize for uh, the highest mark in the class of Foundations of Common Law, which is an introductory class for those who had a civil law background. Because okay. by the way, I, I yeah. studied the national program at U Ottawa, so okay. that's why we had that class. It was a symbolic hundred dollars price wow there so yeah that, that that i would say that was my two biggest achievements that sounds like you're a very successful student <laughs> in my impression so is there anything you would say you would do differently if you are given a second chance regarding mm -hmm. your study or like your lifestyle during your education maybe i would have i would try something different because as a foreigner 
in a country where uh, law is so nationalized, so something so local, and you have to understand the culture and you have to understand the, the customs and all of that, those things that, that are helpful tools to understand how the law develops in a country. I would maybe try something different, but... Uh, you mean something other than law? Other than law, right. yeah. But uh, <laughs> maybe I would go for a master's degree and uh, try to go from there on right. instead of uh, pursuing all this path because uh, I have now some friends and I advise them, some foreign friends that they're coming and I advise them, well, you know, go for a master's degree and try to, the, to get at the National Accreditation Committee. right get your accreditation and challenge the bar from there on, but you, you still have a master's degree and the worst case scenario, you can try something related to law in another field that where they will be more willing to get you on board as a professional because the law system here to get into the bar for a foreigner, I would say that it's, a, it's, it's quite challenging. Yeah, I, I would agree. Say. Thanks a lot for the, uh, for the experience sharing today. And to end today's interview, we will appreciate you give like a very short, brief, maybe one sentence advice to our students. During the time you were at law school, forget at, at least for the time being, forget a bit about your social life. Try to get one or two days to have some fun, it's important, but when you are on that learning curve, you need all the time you have to put into studies and to understand how the law works in Canada. That's from my personal experience. And uh, it will be rewarding afterwards. It is not as hard as law school if you put that effort that I'm talking about in the beginning. Well, thanks so much, Adolfo. On behalf of the Law School Show program, I wish you and your family a great and successful year of 2018. Oh, and I appreciate you. the time you spent with me today. Thank you. Right. Thank you. This is Adolfo Morris, a U Ottawa alumni and a successful immigration lawyer. I'm Joy Wei, interviewing Adolfo in his office in Ottawa. Thank you for listening and see you soon. You've just been listening to The Law School Show. You can find all our episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, or at our website at thelawschoolshow.com. If you liked what you heard, like us again on Facebook and get the latest updates from The Law School Show. Career advancing advice, right to your earbuds. <laughs>